Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your Monday. Jake with you here at our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios. Austin Horton across the glass from me. In Studio 2, by the way, still in Studio 2. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Happy Father's Day belated to you. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for the uh, for the thought there, and I uh, hope you had a good Father's Day. And hope all the fathers out there were able to uh, take some time to think about... Uh, how they do as a father and that others will appreciate you. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm coming to really uh, enjoy the concept of father's day. I got to say, <laughs> you want that every day. Do you? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, yeah. I, it's uh, yesterday was great. It was a great weekend. Uh, thanks to you and Austin for uh, helping me get out of town on Friday. I, I heard the the show went well. You know, you know who reviewed the show uh, because she, she listens a lot, but uh, who told me it was really good was, uh, my dear mother, who who listened on Friday, oh, said it sounded wow. really good. Said the show was went uh, went great. Well, so, you know, I have nothing but respect for your mom. So, that's, so there's uh, a little take, review for you. And, and now I do too. No, she's yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you very much. Yeah, it was it was good. Needed day, and uh, now I'm back ready to go, Gordo. And uh, I I hope you had a great weekend as well. It sounds like you did. Yeah, I did. One of my daughters got married, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a very nice weekend. Thank you, Austin. I hope you had a good one. Yes, food, family, fun, relaxation. I got to sleep in as long as I wanted yesterday. Good which, for you. That's better than winning the lottery. Yeah, feel uh, good. It's amazing good how much uh, how much sleep can do for you. So great weekend. Yeah, awesome. So I had one bad thing happen on my way to my daughter's wedding. Uh, I got a, and it was, uh, it's a long story, but I was like an hour away from here and, uh, got a flat tire. Yep. Out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, I have uh AAA, but my, uh, my, my service area or that is covered is only five miles. Yeah. <laughs> So how much do you think it costs to tow my Five car? Five miles? Yeah, that doesn't yeah. seem like Why much. do you have it then? Well, the woman I talked to in the moment, and I was going uh, to officiate, I was officiating the wedding. So, I mean, luckily somebody else who was going out there uh, could pick us up, take us. But uh, 
Yeah, I need to revisit that. And I talked to the AAA folks, and they said, well, you can upgrade, uh, and it'll it'll be free. You know, the towing will be free, but it won't kick in for two days. Okay. I thought, wait a minute. That doesn't do me a whole lot of good. Not at the moment, no. So, anyway, how much do you think it costs to have my car towed back to uh, – because there was no patch in the tire, and I didn't have a spare in there. What, how much do you think it costs? Uh, probably a couple hundred bucks, I'm guessing. Three fifty. Yeah, that's probably. Mm. I don't know if you knew this, Gordon, but getting a tow ain't cheap. That's nope. why people get AAA in the first place. Yeah. Well, apparently, I need to upgrade. Well, that's anyway. a bummer. All that, all that brilliant Italian engineering, and they can't uh, get you a decent tire. No, apparently not. And uh, I uh, so I got home about three o'clock in the morning on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Well, but hopefully the, that, the 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 event went well, though. That's oh yeah, the, that part of it was was fantastic. You wanna, so we had did, a wonderful time. Did you do a good ceremony? I mean, I I know what you're capable of. Did you did you deliver? I I thought about you, Jake. You know, because I've this is the third one I've done. I know okay. you've you've probably here. What are you five or so? I've done six. Six. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I thought of you uh, as because uh, that was my f- first one, and uh, I, I hope it went well. I mean, it, 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 I like to keep it pretty simple. You know, there's no reason to uh, uh, drag everybody through. I think the bride and the groom are the star of the show, and I'm just there to, to try and, and get it taken care of. Good. So I, th- I, thought, it was, uh, I thought it was good. Good. Well, well uh, I'm glad it was. Uh, it sounds like it was a special event. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I've had three flat tires now. In the last five years, that, that's above average, isn't it? That seems like a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Did you All hit right. something? Or I, I, well, <laughs> I was close to a small town, so I hobbled along and pulled off and put, went to put air in it, and the air was coming out as nearly as fast as it was going in. Hmm. So I, I figured it was fairly severe. Yeah, flat tires are uh, no fun. I agree with now, you. Now, I would have handled it myself. I would have pulled that wheel off, and I would have uh, ordered something in and, and put it back on if I hadn't been on my way to a wedding where I had to you know, take care of my business. But Now, you, Shasta Trailer, raises uh, an interesting question. He says, Gordon had a flat tire. How long did it take Lisa to change it? <laughs> she was already at this wedding site so uh, there was none of that in fact if i had called her and said i'm stranded next to the road uh in in you know uh an hour back she would have said well good luck <laughs> no no i i actually think i i need austin's help here uh could we austin could you recreate the the phone call of gordon calling okay. lisa to uh, to ask her to come back and change the time lisa uh, this is ridiculous you'll never you'll never guess where i am that stupid piece of uh, when i was at the la times this never happened to me but here in the utah desert where it smells weird my car can I, I have a flat tire can you come get me Please. Did it sound something like that? No. no? That's no. ridiculous. Come back and well, change part it. Of it. Much did. like much like the fridge, you know, yeah. or the freezer yeah. door. Come back and I'm going to need you to. The fridge won't close. The tires <laughs> won't stay inflated. I need your help. You know, the entire time I was in Los Angeles, I never got a flat tire. <laughs> See? 
Bang I on drove, as I usual. I drove everywhere from the polo grounds to the Playboy Mansion. I had never a flat tire. I was on my way to a jazz playoff game against the Lakers uh, one year, and I was hitching a ride with Bill Orham, who used to work for the Tribune here and now works down in L.A., and uh, I was getting a ride with him, and we were riding him. We got a flat tire, but he had run flats, and it was within the range, so it was, we were good. All right, man. Well, I'm glad the weekend went well. That's great. Congratulations, uh, certainly to your daughter, her husband, uh, and your whole family, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was good. Thanks, Jake. Uh, good. All right. Well, uh, we've got a lot to do today. In fact, we should jump right into it because, as usual, Mondays it seems like we've got an overload of info from the weekend. So let's jump right in with the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Now, we call on our white counterparts to use their voices and talk about real change and how they will make it happen. Now, we call on our white counterparts to use their voices and talk about real change and how they will make it happen. All right, Gordon, let's talk a little bit about uh, Donovan Mitchell, who has been vocal on social media, certainly responding to people responding to messages put out by the Utah Jazz. I know he he put out some social media about the uh, the portrait of George Floyd downtown that was defaced over the weekend, and it's uh, it certainly has has caused a bit of a stir online. I I want you to kind of start the conversation today, really where you want on kind of how you have uh, process, processed what's going on with Donovan in particular, uh, certainly over the weekend. Well, let me – I'll start with uh, – I like to use logic, but let me mix logic with a little emotion here, all right? All right. I do not understand, Jake, why people can't be understanding about what's going on right now. I, I do not get it. I don't get it at all. This whole movement, Black Lives Matter, they, they do matter. This is important. This is important for the community to process this, to, to understand it, to make it better. And so when people, whoever they are, whether it's Donovan Mitchell or anybody else, voicing support for this movement, I do not understand any kind of backlash. I do not understand any kind of negative uh, emotion. I do not understand hatred. I do not understand why people aren't willing to listen and, and, and make it better. Don't react with saying you're sick of it or you're tired. It's unnecessary or defacing uh, a mural or you know, whatever it is. Why do that? What is the matter with some folks? I mean, I'm willing to tolerate, I guess, differences of opinion, but I don't understand that I don't tolerate hate. I don't understand why people don't see the need for this change. I don't understand why people would give Donovan Mitchell any kind of backlash, any kind of blowback of any kind for him voicing uh, a need for change. It makes no sense to me, and I don't think it makes sense to rational people. Now, I know there are folks out there who exist who, for whatever reason, disagree with this or have trouble with it, but I, I, it, that, even that's hard for me to comprehend. It, it just, 
It doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute. And so I, I, I really have a hard time with this one. Because I, if you have a brain, you understand the history involved here. You, you, you be, if you listen, you begin to get that this thing needs to get better. It needs to be addressed. It's been talked about in the past, and there have been any little bits of, of progress and then regression. Maybe a little bit of progress and maybe a little bit of regression. Let's push this thing forward so we can get it taken care of, so America can be closer to the America we want it to be. Is that so difficult? All right, I'll get back off my soapbox now. But that's my reaction. When I hear about Bubba Watson having a noose hanging in his garage, that is incomprehensible to me and reprehensible, unacceptable. Uh, What the hell? Bubba Bubba Wallace, I'm sorry. What's What's the matter with people? Why would you do that? Um. We'll we'll get into the Bubba Wallace thing a little bit more uh, as they resumed racing today in Talladega. Some some pretty neat things happened that are worth exploring a, a little bit later on in the show. And and Gordon, I admire your your pass, uh, passion on the topic. And I I want to divert the conversation a little bit to specifically Donovan Mitchell, if I if I may, for just sure. a moment, just because I think a lot of people over the weekend had the reaction of. You know, from a sports perspective, oh, does this mean Donovan uh, does not like it here with our community? And what's the future of the Jazz? And I, I'll admit, you know, my mind through our job, Gordon, in sports radio, my mind went down that direction uh, for a minute. And then I, I started thinking to myself, all right, what if I were to have a one-on-one conversation with Donovan Mitchell and for no reason whatsoever he would ask me for my advice and be willing to listen? I, I thought of it through that perspective as he, you know, uh, navigates through our community, right? A community I've lived in for a long, long time. And I was, I was thinking, what if he asked me my advice? I would, I would tell him to be active in his new community, right? To voice his opinion. And maybe he can, um, uh, influence some conversation in, in our society here uh, along the Wasatch Front or the state of Utah, if you want to broaden it or, you know, this region, wherever Donovan Mitchell's, you know, true reach is, maybe I, I would encourage him. I'd say, speak up, express your opinion. And, and as I looked at some of his engagements on social media, uh, you know, through that perspective, like here's a guy, you know, we say be active in your community. And a lot of people have, you know, certain causes that that automatically jump up like oh uh, Kyle Corver helped with uh, with coats for kids and the homeless remember that you know we go to those sorts of causes but there there's also you know influencing real change and this is how I think you know I would tell Donovan Mitchell to be active in this new community we could use his perspective and and if I look at it that way you know take the basketball out of it because it 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 truly doesn't matter and i felt guilty for thinking that way but but think if donovan really felt like he had influence in this community for good don't you think that I, that would endear him to the community if anything anyway i i thought about his conversation online and i thought he's he's voicing his opinion in this community that's great that's what that's what we we should do right that's what the advice i would give anyone Agreed, 100%. And if you have a a certain profile where you can get your message across, then more power to you. Use it. I mean, what I don't understand is the people who react negatively to that. 
I mean, it's just it. I, I don't get it on the thing when he did it. It was free ish, right? He did on, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. on his Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and people have some people now. I think it's I think it's a minority. It's too many. But I still think it's a minority. I think most people, uh, our listenership, very smart, uh, educated on the whole, very uh, able to comprehend these things in, in a responsible way, in a responsive way. Uh, but there are, there is a fraction of our society that I, you know, people get angry at Donovan for expressing that. And then some people comment things like, oh, you're making millions of dollars. So you're, you're freer than I am and all this stuff. And I mean, is it that difficult to comprehend that he's speaking for a whole lot of people, not just himself? I mean, is that difficult to get your mind around? I don't think it is. And, and, and so people need to stop and think. Those who are in that camp need to stop and think about what they're, what they're saying, what they're fighting against. Uh, I mean, it, Donovan Mitchell, more power to you, man. Speak your mind and, and let the, this community on some level still needs to be educated about certain things. And anybody who is in a position to, to further that education along, Right on. Terrific. Now, just I think the, the the problems in this country are a little bit more. They they run a little deeper than just some people on on social media who, without putting their names to things, can can voice their opinion one way or another, which tends to be way too amplified. Yeah, uh, way way more so than it than it uh, than it ever should be. But I think you know. So you're saying you're saying one ugly shout. Uh, it seems as cor- though it represents a, a greater number, which it really does. And and here I'll I'll tell you my point. And I I can't remember if I've told this story on the air before. If I if I have, I I apologize. But I had a really eye opening awakening once when I went to uh, about what what. Uh, mentality still exists in this country. I went to a, a wedding. I had a buddy who got married in Dayton, Ohio, and he and his wife had met at Princeton in New Jersey. Okay. And her, one of her best friends from college was the maid of honor. And we get out there to Dayton a couple of days early and we're, we're meeting, you know, family and who's going to be in the wedding and all those sorts of things. And, and uh, the, the husband of one of the maid of the 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 maid of honor, or actually, I think it was fiance. But anyway, he was coming a day later, and they told us they say, "Oh, he the you know, I can't remember his name even." They said he's coming, he's going to be hanging around. Uh, you know, you should look forward to meeting him. All this stuff. So I start talking to the guy when when he shows up. And Gordon, let me tell you, some of the uh, he was from the deep south, and some of the the opinions that just came up in casual conversation were to I I won't dignify them with uh, by repeating them here but let me tell you they were extreme to say the yeah. least and so i after a couple of minutes talking to this guy i just separated myself from the conversation and and thought to myself i'm not talking to that guy ever again and lo and behold i find out later this this dude is like legit south will rise again kind of guy like didn't have a social security number lived in this community where they <laughs> I made plots against the government, I guess. I mean, and with some certainly very extreme racial views, I could not believe that this still existed in America. And so you you uh, you say, wow, how could people actually believe this? I don't know, man. I got I, I don't know what to tell you, but it's out there. And in certain circumstances, it's wild. I mean, it's it's pretty wild that that's still there. 
Well, there are two fronts here. One is battling that extreme view that I don't know whether I mean, some of the some of the things that I've been made aware of. I don't know whether there's ever going to be any fix in that, Jake. Right. I mean, there, there are people who are just so immersed in, in stupidity that uh, it will not change. But th- there are those who, who I think can benefit from the education, can benefit from the awareness and the enlightenment. And that can help them not only shed uh, some of the, uh, the, the, their ignorance, it can also uh, get rid of any kind of uh, misinformation at all so that people <laughs> can readjust their thinking and, and, uh, and really get behind the whole idea that everyone's created equal. And everyone is uh, has a, a full right in this country to pursue a life of uh, happiness. <laughs> is that that complicated? And why do we have to assign some negative value to anything that has to do with race? Mm-hmm. Now, we can get political here if you want, but uh, I mean that's just the, the, the foundational level. We can get. We can get political about talking about how to help certain people in certain uh, cases. Uh, And uh, I mean, then if we get into that, then we can argue all day long about what the best course is. But at the very basic level, treat everybody the same. Treat everyone equally. Well, I mean, is that so difficult? Tell me it's not that difficult, Jake. Because if it is that difficult for a decent number of people in this country, then I, then I don't know what the future holds. But I think it can be f- helped. I think it can be educated. I think people can be enlightened. And I think most people want to be. So I am hopeful for that group. But uh, anybody who would get after Donovan Mitchell for his expression in that moment is uh, I, I, I don't know what to say other than please, please stop for a minute. Open your ears, open your heart and listen and educate yourself so that you, too, can become enlightened to make a positive difference in this community and in this country. All right. Sorry. Well, which is why I'm glad. Uh, you know, bringing it back to Donovan Mitchell, uh, it, it, I'm glad he's voicing his opinion. I think I think that's good. And, and those people pushing back online, Gordon, you know, he responded to them. It, it, and it's it's funny. I get to uh, what I what I think is productive about that. I, I think of back into my producing phone screening days when we took more phone calls than we do now. And uh, it, you would, uh, you know, uh, uh, go off on something, Gordon, and I get uh, uh, this, you know, telephone calls of these people saying, oh, let me put me on the air. Let me tell this bozo how it is, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, man, here you go. And we patch you through. And then the first words out of their mouth were always, oh, Gordon, I've been a big fan for a long time. And um, I think you're great. And uh, but I just have this. A little thing that it may be the first time you've ever been wrong, uh, but it, it, it I, I think you were off a little bit here. You know, it's it's like if Donovan, you know, personally responds to somebody and you see that where he's going, OK, what about it is this or, or respond in what I thought was a really respectful way, actually. You know, maybe he's provoking thought. Uh, in those minds or, or like minds out there. Either way, I think it's it's a productive way to further the conversation in this community right here where it can have a, a big time impact. I uh, Ben Anderson, our friend from KSL Sports, just barely 
uh, publish this, Gordon, and it's like he's reading our mind. Uh, he's got a piece up. Donovan Mitchell is offering the leadership Utah needs and talks about yeah. this community. I, I think that's great. I'm going to definitely throw Ben uh, a retweet Ben's way because it's it's pretty much exactly what we're talking about here. But I, I think it's good. I think it's good Donovan's communicating. And let's forget about basketball and all the, you know, scorned lover uh, 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 scars that we have with basketball in this community and just, you know, open up our ears. Like you say, he can he can make an impact here. And I would imagine that would endear him to uh, uh, to I say us, but we who live here. Right. And besides, that should be the the, the basketball end of this thing is right now the furthest it should be the furthest from our mind. Well, I think everyone should express their opinion. However, when that opinion includes hate, uh, th- that's where it gets a little. Uh, th- that's where I you lose me, man. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about express your opinion. But if your opinion is filled with hate or ignorance, I, I you know, I, th- that's where it's very difficult to understand and communicate and have any hope for that. And I, so someone like Donovan Mitchell, please. Continue. Continue to say what's on your mind. And I think most people in this community will back him because they have the same opinion. They have the same hopes. They might not have the same experience Donovan has, but they have uh, they have that goal in mind. So hopefully he'll think about that. But let's not forget what happened in the arena, uh, what's happened in the arena in the past, where certain things have been said that are, are extremely unfortunate. And and I hope that reputation can just be enough light can be shed in this community that those kinds of reactions and some of the comments that are sometimes uttered in that arena surrounding basketball can absolutely be eradicated and just be gone so that that kind of hate, that kind of hate speak uh, is no longer even a part of the discussion around here. That's my hope. And that's the way I feel about it. And so, Donovan, right on, man. Keep going. Keep going. Anybody else, too, not just Donovan. Anybody who can uh, lessen hate and bring enlightenment to the discussion, please do. All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend Andrew Reinhardt, who really just wants to inspire more love in the world. Uh, he wants to help you with your relationship and has found a groundbreaking new way to do so. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Jake. How you doing? And Gordon, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I like that. Inspire love. Yeah, how about that? that? That's a good motto. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, Yeah, Wasatch Medical, you know, we specialize in the thing that has been ignored for so long. And when a guy gets erectile dysfunction, sometimes he does nothing. Um, Him, he knows it. His partner may know it. Uh, Maybe he turns to the pills. But we have a better way uh, that addresses the actual root cause of the problem. You know, if you think about if your sink is clogged, the water's not draining, you unclog the sink. And that is kind of like what we're doing to the blood vessels. It's clogged. That's the way we age. That's the American diet, I guess. Um, And that is what causes erectile dysfunction. Now, our wave therapy is clinically shown to unclog those blood vessels and to regrow blood vessels. So we're almost causing, I don't know if micro damage are the, are the right words, because it doesn't damage anything, but it's micro inflammation, which causes blood vessels to regrow and heal themselves. And that means that we can eliminate the blood flow issues, get back the normal spontaneity in the bedroom, 
and you don't have to deal with any of the nasty side effects any longer. Yeah, you do. You, you know, long story short, and if I'm oversimplifying, forgive me, but you 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 treat the problem, not the symptom. You treat the problem. The pill is is masking a symptom. Best case, it's masking right. a symptom. Testosterone is you know, dangerous and maybe not even addressing ED at all. There's injections, and then there's a permanent surgery, which is really bad. So this is actually addressing the blood flow. Um, if you look at x-rays or ultrasounds, blood vessels, they get damaged, clogged, blocked up as a man ages. Uh, and those blood vessels are already so tiny to begin with that as we gain weight or age, they become more clogged and the blood just doesn't flow there like it used to. 801-901-8000 is the number to call to get on that schedule. 801-901-8000. It's a good time because there's lots free right now. There's a lot for free. Uh, so we're doing this initial consultation for free. This is a chance to ask the doctor anything that you have not been able to ask somebody else or your own doctor. Um, why you have ED, what has caused it. We will do a blood flow test for free, which will test that blood flow in that part of the body that I was referring to. Uh, we'll also throw in a little special gift. This is worth a 30-minute consultation. It produces instant results in the bedroom, and that is free to everybody that calls now. Call right now, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, guys. It's our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll get to more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Hootie and the Blowfish, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at livenation.com. Gordon, there's a lot going on in the world of the NBA, and we'll have an NBA update uh, coming up here soon. Uh, But according to Brian Windhorst over the weekend on ESPN, he expects uh, the NBA players to approve pretty much everything. Uh, I believe the time frame he laid out was the next 48 hours. So it looks like it's full steam ahead. Uh, Of course, we know some of the scheduling details and uh, believe that uh, all players are expected to be back in facilities. Uh, You know, they'll rotate how many players are, are working out at a time, but everybody, I believe, is coming back this week. So... It looks like the the wheels are moving. Yeah, um, it, it does. And we do have uh, the situation in Florida being what it is with the coronavirus existing, not going away. We have that situation here in Utah. And yet, uh, again, that's why that, for lack of a better term, I mean, that firewall they're trying to build down there. So to, to keep everybody protected so that this thing can move forward uh, it, within that structure that is uh, rather restrictive in some ways, uh, hopefully uh, it'll go go well. I, I Because of the way they've set this up, Jake, and you and I have talked a lot about it in the past, but because of the way they've done it, uh, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about it. I, it's not perfect, and I'm, I'm still a little jumpy on it. But I think on the whole, they've done everything possible so that uh, so that the players can do what they like to do and that 
uh, we can do what we like to do, namely watch them. Now, I saw who's it today who said they weren't going to participate? Uh, uh, it was uh, Bertrand's, was yeah, it? Davis Bertrands from the Wizards. Yeah, so there, that that's going to happen, and if that happens, then okay. I mean, I respect that. And he's a free agent, and uh, I guess he's got maybe some concerns because he's already had a couple of uh, serious injuries that he's had to overcome. So if that's the way he feels about it, whatever his reasoning it is, fine, you know. But uh, a whole lot of players are going to want to play, and they will play. And and we, we as basketball people and we as uh, sports fans get to benefit from that. Can I ask you a a philosophical question that we could never answer in the next few minutes as part of this segment, but but bring it up with you anyway? Sure. Because this this ran across my mind with uh, Mr. Bertrand's um, saying he's not you know going to come back and do this as you just uh, pointed out he's going to be a free agent had previous injuries this has been his best year and he's just not going to do it and uh, the the Wizards have his back they made public statements that they'll support him in in whatever he wants to do because I believe that they have to say that in today's day and age age where NBA player empowerment is really a thing but he you know. Concerns about the coronavirus would be one thing. He's not concerned about exposure to to COVID nineteen. You know what would this be in a regular season? What would we say if it right. were normal times? And he just said, "You know what? We're we're basically out of it. There's two months to go in the season. I'm not going to risk it. I'm probably leaving here anyway. So you guys have a good one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how would we react, or or how would a a franchise? react to something like that. And I guess the philosophical question is, what is right? Well, I see what is right. I'm not sure there's a right or wrong here. I mean, I get what you're saying, but this season has been absolutely uh, at some level obliterated. But and he is it, contractually obligated I, I to play. I understand that. I understand that. But, this, but because of the circumstances of this season, that has been altered. Which I would, which I would understand, if it were his concerns over the coronavirus. Well, I, I, I get that. I understand that. But you know, it's it's in the mix. It's in the mix, and because he hasn't played for all this time, I that's not my favorite thing. I, I don't uh, love the idea of not playing just to protect himself so that he doesn't get hurt uh, because he would he would he might get hurt doing what you would normally do in the season. But, Jake, you've brought this up numerous times that this kind of thing goes on in normal seasons, too. It does. Uh, no, it, it 100% does. That's why I kind of wanted to speak philosophically. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, you, you, what do you owe to your team that's play, paying you millions of dollars? Like I, I would, I would guess, and I don't want to speak for anybody, obviously, but I would guess deep down the Wizards don't actually feel that way, but they feel like that that's how they have to respond in today's day and age. Because if they want to attract other players down the line, you know, player empowerment is a real thing. And I'm not even, I'm not even making the judgment whether that's good or bad. I mean, that's the the road that we've been on for a while now. Uh, but I I would guess the Wizards aren't exactly pleased. Maybe they're they're basically their long shot is so long that they don't yes. care. Yeah, and maybe that's I, the point. I think these are all factors in this decision. I would be uh, I would be uh, what's the word? I don't know if outraged is the word, but I would disagree with this move if it were in the course of a normal season. Uh, even if 
the Wizards weren't going to make the playoffs. And they, it, but he said, I, I, I'm not going to play down the stretch because I just don't want to. That would bother me. But this season is different. It's different. Even if the reason is the same, uh, the season has been changed and altered and rearranged and packed back together enough in uh, over a long stretch where they haven't played. They, these teams haven't played, will not have played for nearly five months. And I am I figuring that right? Uh, so I, I I I give him a pass on that. If and Don, that's what it, the Wizards are doing. If Donovan Mitchell made the same decision, would you feel similarly? It, it's a little different for a team that's in the middle of a playoff situation. That would that would be a little more troubling, I think. But I would give him yes, I would give him a pass as well. Right. I would. Okay. That's uh, that's why. But I just this year, just, just this year, this year. Yep. Again, I I could see the logic if it were concerns over the coronavirus. I don't know about this one, but this is this is the the this is the power player uh, players have now. I mean, if you think about it, LeBron play has played through stuff his entire career, and last year uh, when the Lakers were out of it, he kind of gave in, you know, to those those nagging injuries and decided to get rest. Should we should we blame him for that if he were actually physically capable of playing? And it brings us back to load management. You know, what is the obligation? the The, the truth is, it probably doesn't matter mm-hmm. because players are, are running the show now more than ever, and maybe that's a good thing. But these are things that are that are interesting that we certainly would not have been talking about ten years ago. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. But but when when the NBA said they were going to bring the season back at that juncture, because this is different, that's when they agreed that hey, if you have a reason that you don't want to play, we get it, and that's something they would not normally do uh, if this had been a, a continuous season. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say, "All right, now with eight games to play, if you don't want to play anymore, you don't have to, and you're, you know, it's fine." Uh, that that would not be happening. This is unique to a very peculiar situation. Even if the reason for not wanting to play doesn't have so much to do with COVID, as you pointed out, it has to do with other things. But again, the season's been interrupted for four months. All right. Uh, we'll have more coming up next. We're gonna. This is my first time going down this road, so you guys may need to to school me. I have not been in update mode, uh, update mode for a little while. So Austin, I know you did these on Fridays. How'd they go? Uh, great, good. Okay, we're gonna do the. No, I, I a little more enthusiasm there, Austin. Come on, you I did mean, fantastic. Good luck living up to how I did it. True, <laughs> true. Uh, I like that we're doing it though, as as we get closer and closer to basketball we're we're getting flooded with information so let's get to an nba update Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz in the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All righty, Gordon, we were just talking about it. Wizards forward Davis Bertans. Um, he's a candidate for most improved player this year. He's going to sit out the restart in Orlando. It's a preventative measure. Uh, he's on. Uh, he's going to be a free agent, Gordon. He he has had two previous ACL injuries. The Wizards are in full support. Let's let's talk about some of these dates real quick, Gordon. I want to get your thoughts. The NBA has set the transaction window 
uh, for the 30 teams starting tomorrow, June 23rd at 10 o'clock a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And it's going to June 30th at midnight or I guess 10 p.m. Mountain Time. But this is the window for for, uh, teams to round out those rosters in preparation. Right. And that has to be the case. They've got to be able to do that. All right, on the home front, the NBA uh, will allow 10 coaches in facilities, Gordon, starting tomorrow as players return for the ramp-up. Uh, this uh, The league tells teams in a memo, teams have uh, four players uh, in the facility at a time, 23rd through the 30th, eight players July 1st from the 9th, and from there the teams will head down to Orlando. Yeah, it's all graduated, as it should be. I, I, I think they're handling this... Uh uh, responsibly. Now, obviously, they want the, the financial gains that come with restarting the season and playing these games, but uh, they are business. But I think they're, they're handling this uh, in this sort of ramp up uh, extremely well. All right, there you go. There's another return to the NBA update brought to you by our friends at Science Bank. And Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions. They're backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. I've got to ask you something real quick, Gordon, that I probably should ask you off the air, but what the hey. Uh <laughs> And so we're, we're broadcasting out of Studio 2. Uh, we explained this last week. We're getting uh, basically all new equipment for the radio station. It's, it's really amazing. We're going through this process of getting everything changed out. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Studio 2, with all brand new equipment, we mentioned the uh, feature where I can and uh, speak on the air when I want to as well. Uh, but one thing that they did not replace is the the chairs. And every time I move, I feel like I I alert the public really to every move that I'm making. So is that really coming across out there? When you do that now, I can hear it. But bring in a freaking oil can or grease that thing up. Come well, on. Is yeah, that, Jake. Is that something, do a your little, job. Is that something a little WD-40 would do? <laughs> Sounds like you're in a yeah. haunted house. <laughs> Yeah, bring a can in and just spray that thing out, and then you'll be, you'll be, and they might be slipping around, but you know, I mean, go ahead. I just feel bad, especially during interviews, you know, where it's a, a serious moment during an interview and everybody's kind of quiet except for who, who we're interviewing, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, well, you know, Jake, the squeaky chair gets the grease. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is. This is the best content ever on this show. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it. We've achieved. It's it's there. Uh, Gordon, we have a lot to get to coming up in the show. Chris Mannix, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, our friend Sarah Todd from the Deseret News at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We've got what's going on coming up next. We'll, uh, we'll have a highlight from Hanson Scotty talking about the NBA and the Orlando timeline. And uh, we'll talk a little college football. We'll play a highlight from DJ and PK on some of have the we, issues that are that are facing them. Have we come up with a new nickname for Jake? Squeaky? <laughs> I hate it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. 
You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a boat that's at anchor oh, and yeah. it's just moving around. Like we're down you know? in the hole of a boat coming across <laughs> on the Mayflower. <laughs> you know what Come it on, is, though? It's gripping radio. Get that thing care of. We, it's, I mean, you knew that that thing had been just been squeaking all week. Coming up next, been. we'll let you listen to paint dry. Right. We'll get to that straight ahead. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of the zone phone. He's hanging out with us all day on the show today. We love it when he does. He is our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Still doing that good work, Andrew, helping folks with their relationships. We are. We're helping a lot of guys that... You know, in some cases, they've got mild erectile dysfunction. In some cases, they've got severe erectile dysfunction. So we've seen it all. Uh, ED is a massive problem, guys. If you're out there listening uh, and it's not going so well in the bedroom, you are not alone. I promise you that. You're not too young. (laughs) I promise you that. Our treatment has been uh, very successful in restoring normal blood flow through wave therapy and through a process called neovascularization, which is regrowing blood vessels. Imagine what would happen if you had 35% more blood vessels in this part of the body. What would that do to life in the bedroom? And throwing those pills away, this is a natural and normal solution. It increases blood flow so you get it going where you want it, when you want it. And how rare is this, Jake? No side effects. In the medical world, I don't know who can say that. There has never been a reported side effect with wave therapy. Which is just amazing because, uh, and I guess I didn't realize this, uh, Andrew, until we started talking to you quite a bit. Those side effects are, uh, they're not, uh, you know, mild in most cases. They can be really rough. Yeah, they're really rough. Most guys start with the pill. They take 20 milligram. And they see a little result, and then a few years later they take 40, then they go to 60 milligram, and then they're at 100, which is, you know, the danger zone. And the headaches, the blurred vision, the hangover feeling, and the achiness the next day, almost flu-like symptoms. Um, and that, that's what every doctor, no disrespect to the family doctors out there, but they are prescribing a lot of these pills. Um, and we are now addressing the root cause. So we're not just masking the symptoms any longer. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on that schedule, 801-901-8000. And now is really the perfect time to get on that schedule, Andrew. You're making it worth their while. We are making it worth their while. There's there's probably $400 in value with what we do. Uh, that's an exam. That's a consultation with our medical doctor. He is an MD. Uh, he'll do a blood flow test, which is a really cool kind of ultrasound device to test blood flow. We're going to give you a special gift just for making the trip. It produces instant results in the bedroom. Guys can't get enough of it. All of that is free. 801-901-8000. Jump on that schedule. 801-901-8000. Andrew, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. We'll get to what's going on coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.